We want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. Thanks for listening as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word of God's love. You came to church on the right day today. Today is a good day to be in the house of the Lord. The pastor should tell you that regardless, because there is no day that's bad to be in the house of the Lord. But I promise you today, you're like, don't make promises that you can't keep. Well, I don't have to make the promise. God promises, and he never goes back on a promise. He promises to never leave you or forsake you, and he promises to love you regardless of you, who you are, Arnie. He loves you anyways. He does. And he wants to show that to you today. I promise you that he wants to do that. This is going to be a special day in God's house. You can continue to play that song just for a minute. I want to encourage you, my friends, today. We're going to give an opportunity for some of you to share a testimony, if you have a testimony on your heart. Why? Because... um, We overcome by the word of our testimonies. In a room like this, in a room like this, although everyone seems to have it together. Do I look like I have it together? I can look like I have it together, but we all need Jesus, don't we? There's a song that says, um, when you're in God's presence, he helps you see. He helps you see and he helps you know what to seek. And sometimes we don't even know what we need to be seeking. And when in God's presence, he changes us. He helps us see things that we didn't see before. Not with your normal eyes, but with a, a, a different, with, with your spiritual eyes. He helps you see. And then he helps you know what to seek as well. And um, I think sometimes, well, I think if I do this and this, it'll fix this. But, you know, sometimes you're seeking something that is from yourself. And you need to know what God's asking you to seek. you got to know, God, what do you want? I want us to take a moment right now and just, uh, just spend some time in his presence, wait on him, and ask him, Lord, would you breathe on us? Holy Spirit, would you breathe on us? We're also going to give an opportunity, if you have a word from the Lord, maybe a prophetic word for someone in the room, Feel free to be open um, to uh, let God speak to you that way. And then we're going to open up the altar here for two things. If you want to just come up. And uh, what we used to do when I when I was growing up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to demonstrate. You might not be able to see me, but we used to get on our knees at the altar. And it meant a number of different things. It meant I'm surrendering. I give up. I honor you, I respect you, I give you praise, I come to your holy place, wherever that might be. Sometimes it feels like maybe the last row or the first row wasn't close enough to God, but maybe I used to, many Sunday nights, I would come to church, and second song, I would be at the altar already. It was like open. It was just, you just knew that. I don't know if we need to get back to those days, but this altar is open for you to come up, And you just say to God, whatever it is, God, and you talk to him. It's a good place to talk to him. You can also do that right in your seat. My mom used to do this all the time. I'm going to show you. She did this 360 thing where she'd get down like this 
and she'd pray and she'd pray so loud she would pray and I would be like why are you praying so loud you don't have to pray loud but she would pray and she'd cry and just this said uh, this is God's house and sometimes we forget uh, oh we're here to be here I am now entertain us right we quote the wrong Bible verse that Bible verse is out of Seattle I believe if some of you get that joke no one, does anyone in the whole room understand that one, right? Um, Nirvana sang that song. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be not here I am now entertain. It says, here I am now, Lord. What do you want to do with me? What do you want to do with me? And so we're going to just take some time. We're going to spend time in his presence. I'm going to invite some uh, prayer warriors. And there could be a number of you that are prayer warriors in this room. But today... Um, I specified specific people. Would you come forward right now and just fill up this um, side area? Just don't block um, this area right here because this is called, yeah, like I said, you can go around the sides here. You can come all the way to the edge here. That's okay. And um, we're just going to spend some time in God's presence today. We're going to worship him. How many are open to whatever God wants in your life? Let's just pray. Heavenly Father. We love you today. Get comfortable before him, however that might be, or uncomfortable before him, if that might be what you need to do. Get on your knees or raise your hands or whatever it is. God, you see us. You see our lives. You see Stephen right here. And there's many in this room that might feel like they're not at the temple, like that scripture said where Jesus was looking. He didn't find his disciples at the temple. He found them under a fig tree. And Lord, we, we might be that person like, well, I'm not even at church. I don't even want to be at church today. And God will find you where you're at. If you're under the fig tree, he knows you. He knows your name. Would you just talk to him right now and say, Heavenly Father, I'm open. Holy Spirit, I am yours today. Everything that I am. Yes, I have my needs. I have my wants. But Lord, tell me what to see. Tell me what to seek. For you are worthy. Breathe on us. Holy Spirit, fill this place with your presence, with your goodness. In Jesus' name. he might do I think that you we think we know what God wants to do in our lives but he he has things that he wants to share with you that you weren't expected today so be open here's an encouraging word is that what this is Um, when that song sings about how he left the 99 to search out the one many times in my life I felt like the one that God didn't understand or didn't care about or didn't want you know in his presence or whatever and that is so such a lie from the enemy so I just want to encourage you that if you're feeling alone or isolated or just distant from God he's seeking you so when you seek him with all of your heart he says he'll be found by you so I just encourage you to come for prayer and just give it all to God because he looks for the people that aren't like perfect If you have an encouraging word or a testimony, feel free to share that as we go on with worship today. Hey, brother Jeremiah. I'd like to share a quick word. I just got back from India. And what he's talking about, coming up and receiving prayer, is so important. 
I've seen so many miracles happen, healing miracles, people set free from heart disease, thyroid problems, health issues, mental health uh, issues, alcohol problems, family issues, just because they came up and received prayer. If there is anything in your life that you know that you don't want in there, please come up and get agreement in prayer. Every Foursquare Church, ours doesn't have it, but it's right in the back. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You see what he did in the Bible days, he does it today. And obviously, besides just healing in our bodies, he does things. Uh, he, he can take care of other things. If you have burden on your on yourself, you have something that's, that's weighing you down, if there's a depression, whatever that might be, feel free to be open to that as well. Um, I had a I had a word I wanted to share, and that was I, I had I saw this picture uh, of something I saw this week, if that, that makes sense. And it was um, I was driving through the mountains, which we're not on that we're not talking about mountains anymore. Don't worry, but you know I I it it goes with it goes with that. I was driving down through the mountains. I had a 12-hour drive ahead of me. I'd gotten up early in the morning. I'd done everything I was supposed to do to get home. I was coming home from from uh, bringing my son to school. And um, and um, just just a little bit quieter so I can so I can talk. You're good. You're good. I love it. Love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I was bringing my home from my son home from school, and uh, or I was coming home after I brought him, and I um, we our the car stopped and it was. Um, it was the, the GPS said there's an accident ahead, which doesn't happen very often, but I thought this must be a major accident. And there was about 10 cars that had stopped in front of me, and in front of that was a um, big rig. It was actually a motorhome that had turned over, and it was blocking the whole road. It was in the middle of nowhere. And my, my uh, godly response was blank. No, I, was, I didn't say a cuss word, but my godly response was, oh, man. This is going to set us back. We're trying to get home. We want to get home. I have my plan of how we're going to get there. And it did not look like it was like, oh, this is going to be done in a minute. We sat for 10 minutes, then 20, then 30. And then you see people getting out of their cars and walking around. And I thought, what is going on? And the point I want to make is that um, we sat there for a good hour, which it could have been longer. I wasn't thinking about those poor people in the... Um, in the motorhome who uh, went off in an ambulance, which that shows maybe something that was wrong with me there. I was thinking about, I wanted to get going on my trip. And I want to encourage you today, maybe another point of prayer, maybe a point of surrender to God, maybe a point of um, asking someone to agree with you or just privately at the altar, that sometimes or most of the time on our trek to get to our destination, through the mountains, through the valleys, there is going to be things that are going to stop us. And that felt like um, there was no way around it. And I, I wasn't asking, oh, God, what are you trying to teach us in this moment? Oh, God, are you wanting us to minister to these people that are in front of us? Are you wanting me to minister to my neighbor because this stopped in my life? Or are you only thinking about yourself and I got to get through this because I got to get to work or I got to do my thing or I want to clean my house, whatever it is. We often, when God is 
up to something. God works all things together for good, right? We say that all the time, but we don't like to work with them. Sometimes we're thinking there's no good that's coming out of this. And I encourage you, if there's a big rig that has fallen over in the freeway ahead of you and you're wondering how I'm supposed to get around it, don't wonder how, what time you're going to get home. Wonder, God, what are you trying to show me in this? And he's going to continue to work and he's going to continue to show you. And he's probably has something bigger in mind than what you thought of in the first place. Amen. Amen. Be, just come to me if you need, if you want to share something. Worship him. You know, I've been driving a lot the past few months, probably about 12,000 miles or so in the past couple of months. And I just praise God every time he gets me home safe and sound. So I'm here to tell that's actually not a little thing, because the way most of y'all drive, that's a pretty big thing. Amen. Good testimony. Good testimony. Sing that again. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. So that he can take over in our lives and we learn that you know when you go in over your head that sometimes it feels like well that's that's the wrong place to be sometimes it's the right place to be where god only can move where it's only up to him and when we're over our head in the holy spirit he kind of takes us along he kind of takes us along and um today is a day um we've been talking about living on another level and I feel like it's a day of response for, for many of us in uh, what he's calling us to do. And I am convinced that part of our response is related to our, um, our affection to God. It is related to it. It is related to our connection to God. And our connection is related to our affection. And I encourage you today that maybe um, you pick this church uh, for this reason and this re reason and this reason. But I hope that reason that the biggest reason you're in this body of believers is because you want to be real with God. And there is never a time that you're done or that you've arrived at um, spiritual perfection. And there's always a time for us to be pushed a little bit farther, further in our worship. And I encourage you to do something of yourself. You say, well, I don't know. Is that me, God? Do I worship you the way I should? Well, I try. I try. I do what I should. I do what I can. But he is asking. He is calling. And I would say it almost like a cheerleader or a coach would say to his team, go further in your walk with God. Go deeper in your walk with him. I promise you that the more you seek him, the more he will show you what to seek. The more you press into him, that was a word that we used back in the day, but the more you press into him, the more you will see. And uh, we often think, well, it's like a drive-through where, I, where I, did, I did my order. I did it at the beginning of service. After the first song, I said, Lord, I order um, a small uh, helping of this and uh, a, a large joy, a cup of joy. And, and we think, okay, so give it to me. And often God would say, you know, I want to spend time with you. It's almost like my son, when he says, can I, well, he was telling his grandma, he was joking. He said, can I get my inheritance early? Because I want to buy a car. And she said, well, you can't get it yet. You know, I haven't died. And 
And he was saying, well, I want it now. Sometimes we want something. And what, what, my, what his grandma wanted is just for him to hang out with her, just to spend time with her, just to be with her. And sometimes we just come to God and ask for a raise or we ask for a, uh, a handout right away. And he says, just hang out with me, just worship, just, just spend time with me. And that's what we're doing right now, okay? Would you just spend time with them? We love you, Jesus. We love you. And I will, I will lead you in this time. But God is probably leading you as well. He's asking. He's talking to you. He's telling you what to do right now. But we love you. We love you, Lord. We praise your name. My favorite song is that song. So I want to sing it again. If it's on our list, we're singing it again. All right. How many love this song? I love you, Lord. I lift my voice. Um, I was invited by the church from um, Nancy and Tim. You know, they're getting married in two weeks, and I've been looking for a home church. Um, I've been visiting a big church, and today I walked in here, and I wasn't looking for Tim or Nancy. They told me they wouldn't be in service. I came in expecting to hear from God. I wasn't looking at the people. I wasn't looking at nothing but the heart of God. I wanted to find the heart of God in this church and that's why I came to the altar, and I cried out, and I received that from God this morning. And I'm just so blessed that I received a touch from God this morning. If you never received that touch from God, just come expecting. Just come hungry, because I was hungry. I've been hungry for that touch from God and that's what you have to do you have to come hungry hungry, starving and I've been starving and I received that touch this morning and I just I'm begging you, I'm begging you get in that word and ask God to touch you Amen Thank you sister, Amen I heard someone say a long time ago that if you're not hungry, you're not thirsty, maybe it's because you're not eating enough, you're not drinking enough. You know, when you haven't eaten in a long time, you're not hungry. And um, I feel that would be, you know, we're going into a month uh, called, I didn't call it this, but it's called National Back to Church Month. September is for churches, and the 16th is National Back to Church Day. We're just going to celebrate the whole month um, because it's an excuse to invite someone to church and it's an excuse for all of us to get back i mean we could be in church maybe you didn't even miss one sunday in the last uh through the summertime but you know often we can uh be back in church and not really back to church in our hearts you know is church on sunday if it's just on sunday then i guess we don't have much of a relationship with Jesus, right? Church is supposed to be, our lives are supposed to be church. And I would encourage you as we go into this month, what is this, August 26 or something like that? We're coming up to September. Get back to church in your hearts. Get hungry for him. Be thirsty for, well, you know, I'm, I don't want to do, I, it's not a matter of um, uh, doing it because you have to. I promise you, there's always return for us. It's worth it. It makes life more interesting and certainly more fulfilling when we're seeking Jesus. When we make that commitment right now together, I'm making it. God, as we go into back to church month, Lord, as a pastor of a church, 
I come to church every Sunday, but Lord, let me get back to church in every area of my life. Lord, I pray for anyone here today that would sense, would feel like, um, just like I said at the beginning, there was this guy that was at the fig tree, and he said, and Jesus said, follow me. And he said, the reason that you, you, you knew I was here, and um, God would say to you, I know where you're at. You might be my disciple, but it's time to follow me. It's time to come with me. Take up my yoke and follow me and see that I am good and see that I am exciting and see that I will give you abundant life. Lord, we commit this month of September not only to our, for ourselves, but to look for those around us. Maybe those who have been a part of this church or maybe a part of some church at one time who aren't in church anymore and invite them back, not to, not to a building, but back to you, Jesus, back home. We love to call this place home, not because of our place, but everywhere where you are at is home. And Lord, we say, help us to welcome home those around us that are searching, that are looking, that thought, well, I'm not going to the temple to find Jesus. I'll go under a fig tree, and, and maybe he'll find me there. Let, let us find them there, and let us bring them back to you, Jesus. We love you. Would you, would you share? Jump on the bandwagon. God is good. says to me, well, why don't you take it with you when you go home? I am, <laughs> I am so guilty of wanting to stay here because I feel the spirit. It feels great. And then I walk out the door and I walk in my house. I'm like, where are you? Where are you, God? And he says, where are you? Why don't you take me with you? It's not just here. It's a church. Like they say, it's, it's, we are his temple. We are the church. And if we're not in the word and we're not in the worship, which I'm very guilty of not doing every day, then we can't take God with us. And I don't want to feel God just here in this church. I want to feel God out there. I want to be able to say, I'm taking God with me. God's called me to jump in and do some pretty heavy warfare. Well, I can't do that unless I'm girded in his word and with the worship on so let's take this, let's take God, let's go out and take it home, take it in your car, even when you're mad at your kids. God, I love my son, please help him so I don't kill him. But just, that, that's all I have to say. Just the expect, expectancy and take it with you. And keep me accountable, please, to take it with me. Man, that's good. That's good. We'll keep you accountable. I'm going to invite us. Uh, we're not finished with our service, but I want us to do something. Um, it helps in um, many aspects, but I just want us to feel a family. And so would you all stand? And I'm going to ask you if you could try to make your way up, up here to the front. There's lots of space on this side, lots of space on this side. If you want to come to the first or second row or the third row, um, but um, come in at least that far. Fourth row, I'm going to give you the fourth row, Caleb, because your baby's sleeping. So you're perfect right there. You you sisters, you're, you're fine right there. You're fine right there. But come on all the, all the way up, all the way up. 
And if you have an encouraging word, feel free to come to me and um, share it. And maybe we'll share it with the, with the group here. I know that God speaks. The Bible says, I would that all of you would prophesy. We, we talked about a couple weeks ago that this is a house of protection uh, from, from, for our kids. This is a house of protection for us as well. And that the enemy would love to tell us things, whisper things to our minds that, that we love to listen to. And you need to know that when you come into this place, you don't have to listen to that stuff. God has got an identity for you. Thank you, sister. He's got, a, he's got an identity for you. You don't have to think, oh, man, um, you know, I don't know who I am in Christ. You are his ch child. But this is also a house of prophecy as well. And I believe that um, if we don't have the prophetic, we are pathetic. I think we need, we, if, we, if we fall back to what, what we've done always, and, and yes, the Bible is full of prophecy. That's what this is. It's not making up something new. It's taking this word and using it uh, for, for God's glory. But if we don't have, uh, if we, we are stuck in our present or our past, we, we need to be reminded of our future. We have good futures. We have exciting futures. God's got great things in mind for us. I love it. I love that this guy, Jeremiah, he's like ready still. He's ready for someone to come up and pray with him still. He didn't even turn around, neither did you. Feel free. He's there the whole time, all right? Would you join hands with me? Um, you would say, well, I don't, I don't do this anywhere. I don't join hands with people. You don't do that at the mall. You don't do that at the, maybe even at the AA meeting. I don't know what they do there. You don't do it at school, but we do it here because I want you to know that you are a family. You're a family in this place. And sometimes uh, we don't like to hold hands with other people, but at least it reminds you that, oh, there's someone supporting me on my left and on my right. I will speak for that person on your left and on your right. They might be too shy to tell you, oh, brother, oh, sister, I support you. I am with you 100%. But they are. They are. This church, that's the kind of church we are. I don't know how we got so lucky to have such nice people. But if I was to look across the room and judge, I don't think I could find anyone to even judge because you're all so nice. And I, I say that I'm not being silly. I'm serious. It's just an amazing group of people. But we're going to pray a prayer together with the person on our left and on our right. And Heavenly Father, we come before you. We thank you for this time in your presence. We thank you for anything else that you are going, well, what else you're going to do in this place today and what else you're going to do when we leave this place today. And Lord, I pray for the person on my left and the person on my right. Lord, I pray that you would gird them up which means that they would be strengthened this week in their walk with you. There are many in this room, and I know my family here, there are many that are under attack, and we don't give the devil any more glory than he deserves. So you, you like to attack enemy. You like to do your thing. You're a loser. You've, you've already lost the battle. I don't say it to just be religious, but you did. You already lost the battle, as we talked about, not on Mount Nebo, but you, met, you lost it on Mount Calvary when Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And then he rose from the dead to give us forgiveness. And that same spirit that raised that guy, Jesus, from the dead is actually in each of us. It is in each of us. And I pray that that would be the spirit that would would lift us up when we're down, would, would, would raise us up when we feel like we can't make it. Lord, that that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us, and it will quicken these mortal bodies, Lord. I pray for the person on my left and on my right, that they would be the church wherever they go, 
that they would be Jesus wherever they would go, that there would be something in them that would be, know that they are called to a higher love, a higher love than other people have. Other people judge, other people give up, but we know that your love is patient, is kind. It never fails, and you'll put it in us. I pray that we would have an impossible love that would be able to pour out on others around us. And that anytime we feel like you don't love us, that that impossible love would say, hey, I know it seems impossible that I could still love you, but I still love you. I still love you. You can drop hands right now. You can drop hands. If you're in this place with our eyes closed, our heads bowed just for privacy's sake, and you would say, I need to know the impossible love of Jesus today. I know that I asked Jesus into my heart when I was 3, 13, 35, or whenever it was, but right now I am having trouble receiving his love. Is there anyone in the room like that? I want to agree with you. I won't point you out. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? You need to receive God's impossible love. We're all going to pray it together. Anyone else that needs a special, amen, needs a special helping of the impossible love of Jesus called the amazing grace in other places. It's amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody in your, um, and I'm not singling anyone out, I promise. I promise right now, but I believe there's probably more in this room this way that need it in a relationship. Besides those that I know, amen, brother and sister, I know that. Anybody else needs it in your relationship, amen. I see it. You need that impossible love just to fill it, to heal it, to gird it up, to make it stronger, amen. Amen, lots of you, lots of you. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to read this scripture. Would you would you uh, stay with me on it? And then we're going to say this prayer together. It's a scripture that's going to be, ba- our whole series is going to be based on it. Don't worry, we're not going to get into it, to it today. But I just want to share it with you. It's found in, it's a very well-known scripture. It's found in John 13, and it's this. John 13, 34, Jesus said this. Everybody listening? A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Come on, Jesus. Seriously, I know that um, it's a nice thing to say, but I can't love like you. But that's what he asks. By this, everyone will know that you're mine, that you're my disciples, if you love one another. We're going to say this prayer together. It's going to it's gonna encompass everything that you've asked for, uh, those who raised their hand earlier, and also other things. Would you say this? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who showed us real love. Oh, don't say amen, but I was going to say amen. Oh, God, <laughs> I need this kind of love in my life just got to be real not like not not religious love say that not religious love not churchy love not God loves you love but God is love love I want God in me I want love in me I want to be able to love people like you love and right now I ask for your love to come into the part of my heart that I can't feel you. And I ask you to forgive me. We're all saying it just for those who need it. I ask you to forgive me and help me to know 
that you love me. I also ask for your love to penetrate into every relationship, including the one I need it most, whatever that might be for you. Penetrate that that relationship. Now I'll just pray in Jesus' name. I pray that that love would go into marriages, into relationships with child, with children, with parents, with uh, brother, sister, wherever that is lacking. Lord, I pray that love would just fill it and it would be kind of like the um, the glue, the, the cement uh, when everything else fails, that even if we have our problems and our issues with those people, that we know that we don't wrestle. I know it's a long prayer, but stay with me. We don't wrestle against people. It's against the principalities around us. And we know that you want us to be together. You know, we know that you want us to have love for those around us. Give it, give us a supernatural love in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right, we're gonna we're gonna compromise here. We're gonna sing two songs. We're gonna sing one song short and the other song short, not two songs. One song I wanted to sing was I Exalt Thee. And um, the band, uh, I, I told them I wouldn't put them under the bus, but I'm throwing them under. No, they picked another one. We're going to sing Great Are You, Lord. I love that song. And then we're going to have him lead us on I Exalt Thee because I just want to sing it as we close. All right. So would you lead us in Great Are You, Lord? We'll sing it one time through, and then we'll go into the I Exalt Thee. Would you worship Jesus together today? You give life, you are love. Before we sing this last song. I think I have one thing I want to say. Um, uh, the Lord, I felt like uh, the Lord wanted me to talk about there's the obedience factor. And... I heard someone say one time, a miracle is only obedience away. And God requires obedience. He's kind of an if and then. He gives us a lot of if and thens. If my people will humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven and I'll heal their land. He doesn't have to say, and if you don't, I won't. It's like my mom saying, if you clean your bedroom, you can have dessert or whatever. You know, you can go out and play. She didn't have to say, and if you don't, you won't. That's just there. So um, I want you just to think about that this week, about the word obedience. And he says, if we're obedient to him, then he will. And if we're not, he won't. There are people that won't be healed because we weren't obedient to pray. There, I was obedient to come up today to get prayer. I think that's going to affect me. So I just wanted to share that. Lord, we're so grateful for a God that loves us beyond measure. Lord, beyond anything we can ask or think, we can even comprehend. Lord, you are greater. Your love is greater than all that. Yet, Lord, you're so personal. Lord, you, you, you take time. You speak to us through your spirit. You've given us your Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for all that you're doing in us and Lord all that you want to do through us Lord let us be vessels that walk in obedience to you this week Lord when you speak to us it can be just a small thing 
that you ask us to do, Lord. Let us not hesitate. Let us not question. Let us not be worried about being embarrassed when you tell us to go pray with someone or whatever it is. Lord, let us walk in obedience and let us see the mighty hand of God use us. There's nothing better than when we realize, Lord, you used us for your purpose. It's not glory to us, Lord. It makes us give the glory to you. And so that's what we do today, Lord. Bless us as we go, Lord. Uh, let us let us leave here, Lord, with an attitude that has been changed by our worship and by the words we have heard in Jesus' name. Amen. Good work, brother. Amen. I know this is a different kind of service today, but we might Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.